Have you ever wondered about the true key to success in life, to bring your dreams, your vision, uh, your purpose, your financial blessing to pass? Tune into this broadcast and we're going to talk to you about the key to success in your life. Welcome to Wisdom for Living with Greg Moore. Join with Greg as he shares truth from the Word of God that will help you grow in wisdom and successfully navigate a balanced life with family, marriage, finances, and relationships. And now, here's Greg. Welcome to another broadcast, Wisdom for Living. My name is Greg Moore, and we've been having a great time communicating uh, things that God has revealed to me about how to hear God's voice clearly. And today, we're going to talk about how to develop a greater sensitivity to the still small voice. You know, there's a lot of ways we can hear from God. We've shared, you know, God can speak to you, uh, obviously through His Word. He can speak to you through a vision, a dream, an angel, an audible voice. Uh, He can speak to us, you know, uh, in in many different ways, a prophetic word. But uh, what one of the primary ways He talks to us is through the still small voice. And that comes to us in the form of either a strong inward knowing. Uh, We have an unction from the Holy One and we know all things. Uh, That's uh, 1 John 2.20. And then uh, we we have the witness in ourselves that we are the children of God. Romans 8.16. So either that either comes through this strong inward knowing or a strong inward witness or just a strong desire that God has planted in your hearts. And what we want to do uh, in these next two broadcasts is begin to talk about how you can develop greater sensitivity to that still small voice. So uh, maybe call a friend, uh, text a friend, or uh, reach out to, to them and encourage them to tune in. So I want to tell you funny, this is called the male blonde marine staff sergeant you know blonde jokes are typically you know talk spoken about women here's a blonde male joke for you a military plane was flying from the naval air station in north island in san diego to anderson air force base in guam when the military passengers began to feel shaking the pilot announced folks we just experienced some turbulence which caused some engine trouble in our left wing. Thankfully, this jet is equipped with four engines, and we still have three functional engines. Because of the engine issues, we'll be arriving at our destination 30 minutes later than scheduled. The military passengers all groaned and went back to sleeping or reading, watching their movies, but not long afterwards, they felt more turbulence, and again, They heard the pilot say, okay, so we just lost our second engine, but don't worry, we're still running on two engines. We'll arrive at our destination two hours later than scheduled. The passengers exchanged worried looks and started talking among themselves. And again, they felt the jet dip and rumble. And again, they heard the pilot say, well, we lost our third engine and and we'll arrive four hours later and scheduled at our destination. My apologies for the inconveniences 
that this delay is causing all of you. This time the frustrated male blonde staff marine sergeant stood up and yelled, my God, if we lose another engine, we'll be stuck up here all day. <laughs> oh, that is funny. That is one blonde right there. <laughs> yeah, you might go down pretty quick. <laughs> okay, so Psalm 85 Verse 8 says, I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for He'll speak peace to His people and to His saints. So you and I can hear God. We've, we've established that. Um, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. If you're born again, then you have the capacity to hear the Lord. Um, I want to teach you uh, today about how to develop a greater sensitivity to that still small voice because Besides the written Word of God, that's the primary way that God speaks to us. And a lot of times we want the Lord to confirm, you know, that this is, this is God. I just, I just have to have some kind of supernatural, spectacular confirmation. Well, you're opening the door for the enemy to get involved when you, when you try to push for uh, supernatural confirmation. I, that's not, that, that's, we, can, we need to leave that up to God. Typically, uh, you know, when, whenever God speaks to me through a vision or a dream or a prophetic word or some kind of supernatural, spectacular way, um, it's usually because there's difficult uh, things ahead. There's rough sailing ahead, and He's just trying to prepare me for that. But if I've got the written word of God and I've got an inward witness, um, and I and I get counsel on it, and it lines up with the Word of God. I don't need any other confirmation. God trusts you and me to follow that still small voice, that inward witness. And so, the first thing that will that will help us in in developing sensitivity to the still small voice in us is just spend time reading and meditating on God's Word. It's more than just reading. It's meditating. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the Word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing of soul and spirit. So God's Word uh, will divide and distinguish between the things that God has placed in our spirit and what is just of our souls or our natural minds or our flesh. The Word of God will do that. And especially when we meditate on the Word of God and when we ponder it, when we're thinking about it, when we're, um, you know, when, when we're dwelling upon it, God, God's Word will do that. And it will also, that also includes uh, when, it, when it says it divides between the soul and the spirit, that also includes His voice. Because he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. So your spirit is where he's going to be speaking. And so when you spend time meditating in the Word, in the Word of God, it will divide between the soul and the spirit. It will, it will show you, he'll, he'll make it clear to you that that desire that you have, that, that's from me. I planted it there. You need to trust that you can follow that. If you've been praying if you've been seeking the Lord about a decision, 
You know, I'm talking to someone right now that you've, you've got a big decision in front of you. You've been praying about it. You've been seeking God. You've received counsel, but you don't have the answer. You haven't, you haven't heard anything specific in the, in the way of, of some supernatural thing like a vision or a dream or a prophetic word or some rhema word or an audible voice, you know, and you, you, you're waiting on that, but, but, the, but the Lord's telling me to tell you, uh, that's me. You can trust that desire you have in your heart that, that you've had for a long time. That's God. If, uh, listen, my, my brother, I'm, I'm talking to someone right now that, that you're listening, uh, that, that you've been praying about this decision and you want to make the right decision. But God said, look, I, if I planted that desire in your heart, and He did, then that is His will. That's His will for you. You can act on that. You can, you can trust that you're hearing God. You, you don't need to question uh, that you're, that you're, whether you're hearing the Lord or not. And, and so, many so many times that gets resolved while you're just spending time in the Word and then you're meditating on, on the part that He speaks to you about. And then all of a sudden, it's like you know. You just have this knowing on the inside. That's God. And man, I, I just want to encourage you. that there, there's, there's no greater way to develop sensitivity to the voice of God, to the still small voice in you, than meditating on God's Word. Um, John 6.63 says it's the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, they're spirit and they are life. His words are spirit and they're born of the spirit. Nothing else that you read is 100% spirit <laughs> besides the word of God. Even good Christian books, none of it's 100% uh, Spirit, but the Word of God, you can count on it. It's 100% Spirit. There's no uh, dilution at all. There's no, he doesn't dilute uh, His Word at all. It's, it's Spirit. And so He that's joined to the Lord is one Spirit. Your Spirit is where God's going to talk to you. His words are Spirit. So when you're meditating on His Word, it's going to connect you with your spirit and, and what He's put in your spirit. That's powerful. Don't, don't depend on what somebody else teaches you alone. Now, thank God we need teachers. We, we need uh, other ministers in the body of Christ, but don't depend on them alone. In Acts 17, uh, uh, Paul had been ministering to the, uh, the church in Thessalonica, and then he went to the church in Berea, and it says in verse 11, these were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica in that they received the Word with all readiness and searched the Scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so or not. And they weren't just baby birds swallowing uh, everything. They checked, they checked it out. They, they checked out what others, others were teaching with the Word of God. We've got to learn if we want to develop sensitivity to God's voice, we can't be depending on other people hearing from God for us. Now they can help us, 
They can encourage us. They can strengthen us. But the bottom line is, uh, God wants us to hear from Him. And one of the best ways to do it is to spend time in the Word. Uh, we've got to be, we've got to be uh, self-feeders so that we, like the Bereans, we can check things out. That uh, what we're hearing lines up with the Word of God. So that what we're hearing is more accurate uh, and, and than, than anything else that we, that we hear from other people. And many times, uh, I've had this happen a number of times. People, I'll be counseling somebody or mentoring someone and they'll ask me a question and, and I'm just not getting any answer on the inside. I mean, I could give them a scripture. I could give them an answer just to kind of prove that I know the Bible. But, you know, it's just nothing's coming alive in my heart. And many times I'll stop and say, you know, God's not given me the specific answer to this because He's reserved that for you inside your relationship with Him. He's hidden this from me and He's hidden it for you. Now you go seek the Lord. You go read this passage of Scripture or whatever God leads me to tell Him to do. But you go inside your relationship with the Lord and you watch and see how God will talk to you. And it's powerful. They come back and they, 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 got a lot, they, got, they will get a lot more by receiving that from the Lord than me trying to be, be their Bible answer man or you trying to be their Bible answer man. And this comes, guys, by us making it a habit of, of just meditating on the Word. Meditate means to ponder, consider, think about, focus on intently. Um, I like to call it worry the Word. Now, you know how to worry. So that's the analogy I want to give you. Uh, how many of you know how to worry? <laughs> uh, you know how to worry. Worry is meditation on the worst case scenario. Worry is, is meditating on what could be could happen, your worst fear, and so on. So instead of considering and picturing your worst fear coming to pass, the, the worst case scenario, consider rather worrying the Word. Meditate on what God says about your situation and, and picture yourself with that result coming to pass. Man, meditate on that and see yourself there and you watch and see how God will bring that to pass. Because a lot of times really... The majority of times you're 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 walking in fear and worry about something that's never going to happen, and if it did happen, most likely it happened because you focused on it and you agreed with it and you saw yourself there. But man, you need to meditate on the word, and and met and Psalm one nineteen, verse fifteen and sixteen says, "I will meditate on your precepts and contemplate your ways. I will delight myself in your statute." And I will not forget your word. When you meditate on the word, it helps you to remember the word. And I tell you, that's, that's a big plus in helping you be sensitive to God's voice. Then Psalm 119.48 says, My eyes are awake through the night watches that I may meditate on your word. And as you spend time 
med- meditating on the Word. And again, I, I, I'm just talking about you reading the Word and then, man, I've, I've read the Word before about they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And I, and, I, and I thought about that and I meditated on that. And I'd never seen anybody prior to that time healed when I prayed for them. But I, but I saw myself laying hands on the sick. And I saw the Word come into pass. And I saw in my heart. And then I went out and did it. And so, guys, I'm, I'm telling you, you and, and then, then you're more sensitive to His voice when He leads you to go out and do that. So, you know, um, it's just powerful for, uh, to the, the principle of meditation. Then Philippians 4.8, Finally, brethren, what, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, uh, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, lovely, and of good report, if there's any virtue or, there, or if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So instead of focusing on what the enemy's doing, or, or problems in life, uh, focus on the Word of God and see yourself there and you watch and see how that will connect you with God's voice. How it will create so much greater sensitivity to His voice because this is His will for your life. And when you begin to see yourself there, when He starts speaking to you about these things, you're, you're, more, you're much more apt to hear and much more apt to to move out and do it because you've already seen yourself doing it. You've already seen yourself leading people to Jesus. You've already seen yourself uh, praying for the sick and healing the sick. And you've already seen yourself wealthy. I'm talking to someone right now that you haven't in the past seen yourself uh, successful and wealthy and prosperous. And that's God's plan for your life. Third John 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. And he, he, wants you to, he wants you to prosper. He wants you to be successful. If you'll meditate in the Word, Joshua 1.8, if you'll meditate in the Word, you, you, it will allow you to give yourself permission to be successful, to be prosperous. Man, I'm, I'm just encouraging you. Meditate on the Word of God. See yourself there. And what will happen is when God start speaking to you uh, and leading you in that, in, in the steps toward your prosperity and success, you'll be open to that. But if you're not, if you're seeing yourself always a failure, seeing yourself always poor, seeing yourself always in debt, when God's speaking to you about ways to get out of debt or ways to move into success, or you, know, you, you don't give yourself permission and, and you don't hear His voice there. Meditate on the Word. See yourself in the Word of God. See yourself in the pages there. And, God, and whatever He says, see yourself there. And it, it, it will open up an entire new dimension of, of success for you. It'll open up uh, your heart where you take the limits off of your soul and take the ceiling off of your soul. And now the sky's the limit, man. Whatever He's telling you to do, you'll do. Wherever He's telling you to go, you'll go. You don't worry about the money. You don't worry about whether you've got enough skill or education or whatever. If God tells you to do it, you're going to be successful in that. But you've got to meditate in this. You've got to see yourself there. You've got, when you're reading the Bible, this is not just 
You're not just reading so many verses so you can, you can prove to God that you've read so many chapters. You're reading until you see yourself in the pages of this book. And then let the book, let the Word get into your heart where you see yourself successful. Where you, you, you know, you've, given, you've seen other people that way and you see that, yeah, they can be, they're successful. That's because of this or that or the other. I don't know about that, but I know this. I don't know about them, but I know this. This is the pathway for your success. You've got to give yourself permission. And you won't do that if you don't meditate in the Word. And this is powerful. It, this helps you be so, so much more sensitive to His voice when He's leading you into a path of success. He's leading you into uh, steps of prosperity. He's, when He's leading you to start a business. Or, man, I, I remember one time uh, we'd gone through, I, I would, had pastored uh, in, this, in a church in North Texas for seven years and we went through a frivolous, uh, you know, we went through a frivolous $9 million lawsuit over counseling and it got dropped later, but, uh, but it gave rise to an involuntary church plant, otherwise known as a church split where my worship leader uh, took a third of my congregation and went down the street and started another church. And I was complaining to the Lord one time, man, Lord, you know, ma'am, my worship leader took a third of my congregation. And the Lord told me, he said, he said, well, son, you're in good company. He, he said, my worship leader took a third of my congregation too. <laughs> and uh, so I just laughed and, and then just went on, you know, and, and, uh, but, I, you know, it was like what my my vision because of that church split, um, my vision for success diminished, and I had to start getting back in the Word of God, and and reading the Word and seeing what God wanted to do, and then I then I heard a prophet speak to me and say, "You're not going to just pastor one church, you're going to pastor two churches," and it was like, man. I'm trying to get out of the one I'm in. <laughs> I wasn't open, and and I and I had to I had to I had to really get in the Word of God and see past my circumstances and see past my failures. Don't let failure define you. If if your failure if you allow your failures to define you, you won't hear the voice of God when He's leading you to to succeed. Uh, the Bible says that Isaac sowed in a time of famine and, and he reaped a hundredfold. So, man, God, you know, God, uh, he delights in, in uh, like Gideon, you know, uh, winning the battle with 300 rather than 32,000. And God delights in doing a lot with a little. And even in the midst of a challenge and a difficult time, if you'll get in the Word of God where, all right, Lord, I want this Word to come alive in me and I want to see myself in this Word. And you know what? I started to do that. And I, I started to get vision for another church. And did you know what What happened? We birthed another church. We birthed another church just 25 miles north of our town. And, and it was a going church. And man, it was, it was awesome. And, and so God multiplied. He had more for us. In fact, we planted out other ministries and other, other churches. 
And it all happened because I didn't allow the failure, the apparent failure of that, of that uh, ch- church split to cause me to uh, lay aside the vision that God had for me, the success that He had for me. And someone who's watching right now, you've gone through a business failure and you, you've, gone, you've, gone, had, you've gone through and then you had to go get a job and, and go to work. Listen, God put that business in your heart. Get back in the Word of God, meditate on it, see yourself in it, and then listen for His voice. Man, when I started doing that, I got vision again. I saw myself succeeding again. I saw, and we saw the fruit of that in another church birthed. Uh, I was able to open up to that. God, you've got you. You want me to pastor in another, in another city, and we we started another church there. River of Life Church in Bowie, Texas, as well as Decatur, Texas. And man, it's it's awesome. It is so awesome. Uh, even in spite of, in fact, God delights when things don't go well and then we look to Him and see ourselves in the Word of God and Him bringing that to pass. He delights in producing new miracles, new adventures, new new successes. Uh, man, I'm I'm encouraging you. Spend time in the Word of God. See yourself in it and watch and see how God will bring success for your life. Give yourself permission for God to bring success to you. Don't allow your failures to define your future. God bless you. Thanks so much for tuning in to Wisdom for Living. Discover how to unlock the hidden wisdom of God and make good decisions for your life when you read Greg's brand new book, Walking in Wisdom. In this book, you will learn practical steps to help you reap the benefits of godly wisdom. Get your copy of Greg's new book by going to gregmore.com today. I want to encourage you, if you've enjoyed these broadcasts, Wisdom for Living, uh, go to my website, gregmore.com. You can find uh, blogs on there. You can find... uh, these programs on, on my website, you can find my funny, some of my funnies on there. Um, and then just to, just encourage you to, uh, to uh, purchase some product, uh, uh, invest in someone else's life by buying uh, this series, uh, Hearing God Clearly. Go to my website, check that out, gregmore.com. Today's teaching, Hearing God Clearly, is available in a 10-disc CD or DVD album or on a USB flash drive containing both audio and 4K video. Go to gregmore.com and order your copy today. If you've been blessed by today's teaching, we would like you to consider partnering with Greg Moore Ministries. Your partnership will help expand this broadcast around the world to give people the opportunity to grow in wisdom, Christ-likeness, and grace. Go to gregmore.com and become a partner today. Remember, you can order resources or partner with our ministry at gregmore.com or by writing to us at P.O. Box 7702, Woodland Park, Colorado, 80863. We look forward to hearing from you today. Join us again tomorrow for more Wisdom for Living. And this definitely 
helps me become more sensitive to His voice. As I'm praying in the Spirit, all of a sudden, just a knowing comes up of what, what I'm supposed to pray or what I'm supposed to do. That's powerful. Or what I'm supposed to say. And, uh, and I encourage you, when you don't know what to pray, when you don't know what to say, I encourage you pray in the Spirit because He will help you and, and, and He will give you the answer. That's tomorrow on Wisdom for Living.